Interviews continue. This is Brewer's Spring Training Special. All right, strap in. Here we go. Got a lot of people to talk to over the next two hours and 49 minutes. We are with you until 9 o'clock. I called it a uh, jam-packed show earlier. Got a uh, text message because I said I needed a new, uh, instead of just jam-packed, I needed something different to to really explain how much we have going on. And we're going to be saying American Family Field a lot. I have to write that down now because it's now American Family Field. Got a uh, text. Would it be an am-packed show? And they said it was from the Am Fam Clam. All right, uh, there we go. That's how we that's how we start this thing off as we lead right into our uh, conversation with Brewers uh, President of Baseball Operation uh, David Stearns. Uh, David, really appreciate you taking a little bit of time with us. How are you? I'm great. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, let's um let's go back a little bit to this off season. We obviously know we're right in the middle of a pandemic. It, it was an odd off season from your perspective. Did it feel different? I know all off-seasons have their different challenges and advantages, but what was it like for you uh, during the course of this off-season? You're right. Every off-season is a little bit different. Um, every off-season has a, a little bit of its own pace and its own character, and, and this off-season certainly had that as well. This was an off-season that uh, transactional volume towards the front half of, of the winter was pretty slow. Um, not a lot happened throughout the industry, and, and that was true for us as well. We really didn't make many transactions before the new year. Um, and it was more of a feeling out period, trying to understand what the market was really going to do, um, what different players were looking for. I think players themselves were interested to see what this season would look like, when spring training was actually going to start, what the various rules in place would be. And all of that contributed to, to slowing the market. Ultimately, um, we were really happy with what we were able to do this off season. Um, we, we think we're, we're, we're coming into camp and, and going through camp with a, a really strong team and a team that once again is, is going to compete for a playoff spot now for, for the fifth year in a row. Um, and certainly it's our aim to make the playoffs for a fourth year in a row. I kind of chuckle before I ask this question because I know from a player-agent standpoint, their job is to get players as much money as possible, put them in good situations, uh, and that they probably didn't love this offseason. But just as you had those personal one-on-one conversations with player representation, did you get the sense that maybe they were kind of understanding of what was leading to the slow offseason? I think so. I, I think everyone understood this was likely to be a unique offseason, and, and I think that's true with players, that's true with the representatives, uh, league officials, and, and, and teams that, and, and people at clubs as well. Just, this was unlike anything that, that our industry has experienced. Um, uh, certainly this is unlike anything that, that any industry has experienced in, in any of our lifetimes. So we're all um, trying to grapple with it, understand what it really means for the operation of our business, um, and clearly player movement, um, player salaries, player costs are a big part of the operation of our business. And so uh, it, it's it's natural that that's going to be adjusted as well. It's also natural that it's going to take a feeling out period um, for what this all really means. Was there any added challenge to not knowing if there was or was not going to be a DH this year and trying to construct a roster, not not really knowing what it was going to look like this year for much of the offseason? 
at this point, really, the, the way we have to look at it is is there's going to be massive uncertainty um, for for a little while still. We're going to go through another year, at least the first half of of this baseball season, um, with significant uncertainty. And, and we had that in the off season um, with the unknown about some of the rules. To some extent, we still have that since since we're not entirely sure 100 percent which way this is going to go. Um, and and that's something we have to just be able to deal with. So our focus uh, throughout the offseason and will continue into the season is to prepare for as many different possibilities uh, as we can. We, we know we're probably not going to cover all of our bases, but we can um, we can do the best we can uh, to, to ensure that really nothing surprises us. We, we, we were all caught off guard by what happened last year. Um, but we don't uh, we don't need to be caught off guard this year. Yeah, in terms of the the possibilities, like we just recently learned that the AAA season is about to start a month or so late, and the alternate training site is going to be used at the beginning of the year. That's what's been uh, reported. So that's something new. Do you get the sense that there are still many things being discussed, even though we're less than a month out from the start of the season? Uh, there are there are I think plenty of elements still being discussed, and you mentioned a couple specifically what the minor league season is going to look like when it's going to begin. But um, you know, in, in many ways, that doesn't surprise us. I think the landscape of the virus, the landscape of the pandemic, what it does to businesses, is changing pretty rapidly now, and and we have to um, understand it in real time. And I think Major League Baseball is right to make decisions in real time. There are some decisions. We just can't make as an industry um, with advance notice. We have to we have to take a look at what the environment is uh, at the present time and, and make the best decision possible. And I think that's what the league and the industry as a whole is trying to do right now. Brewers president of baseball operations, David Stearns, continuing to join us. I'm really curious to see what it's going to look like this year when pitchers are being asked to play in a 60-game season to a 162-game season and the, the toll that's going to take on arms, what are the conversations like with you and Craig Council and Matt Arnold and everybody involved in terms of how to mitigate the risk that goes along with such an increase potentially with innings pitched this year? Uh, it, it's a big topic of conversation in spring. Um, and the truth is we don't really know what it means. Um, we don't have um, historical context uh, to help us really understand uh, what this means. And it's not only that pitchers only went through a 60-game season last year, it's that they had a bunch of stops and starts. And so at this time last year, we were still preparing for a normal major league season. Pitchers were to the point of really beginning to ramp up quite intently during a normal spring training. Um, And then they had to shut down immediately uh, without secure knowledge as to when they needed to ramp ramp back up. They then ramped back up very quickly to get ready for summer camp. And, and abridged regular season. So uh, we're dealing with a lot of variables here over the past 18 months for pitchers that we don't really understand uh, and that it's very difficult to predict how they're going to impact their health going forward. So what we have to do is be pretty conservative, um, and we have to ensure that we are doing everything we can to keep our pitchers healthy, stay in regular communication with them so we can monitor um, their fatigue levels, uh, how their arms are responding, and we need to use our depth. We have, we have a number of arms, many of whom are going to start the year in AAA, uh, who we know are going to make an impact, and we're going to need to make an impact this year for us to have a successful season. And, and that, that's a big part of this, is, is ensuring we have the depth specifically with the arms uh, 
um, to, to successfully make it through a 162-game season without putting any individual at, at unneeded risk. It appears likely that there will be fans in the stands from the beginning. There's fans in Arizona right now. I know you like to quantify things. Are you able to quantify the impact that having fans has on the game? I, I, I think it's probably immeasurable. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my that would be my response. You know, it, we all are doing this because at some point we 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 grew up playing baseball and we grew up going to baseball games and and we are all fans. We all started out as fans, and so. Um, the concept of, of doing what we do and putting on games when there are no fans present to watch was very foreign and it was abnormal. It was uncomfortable. And to be able to, to get back now to feeling the adrenaline that fans, um, bring to a stadium, the, the atmosphere, the noise, um, I, I really do think it's an immeasurable impact on the quality of the product and, um, and the enjoyment that everyone feels at the ballpark. So we're thrilled that uh, we're headed that way. Um, it's been uh, a, a tremendous um, boost for everyone here in Arizona over the past couple of days to, to play in front of fans. The atmospheres have been great. Fan response has been great. Um, fan adherence to the protocols in the ballparks has been really strong. And, and so hopefully we can continue that as we go through a regular season. Got to ask you, that's interesting you say that. How often do you, are, and are you even able to, kind of disconnect during a game from your role with the club and actually sit back and enjoy and experience a game away the way a fan would? Yeah, the, the, in this role, I really can't do that. Um, I don't have the ability to do that right now. At, at, at some point, um, uh, when, when I'm not in this role anymore, and perhaps when I'm not working in baseball at some point, hopefully well in the future, um, yeah, I think about going to a spring training game and getting a beer and sitting on the outfield grass and, and just watching the game. Um, and and I, I really haven't done that uh, since I graduated college because I started working in, in the game um, right away. But it, it's, uh, it is something I think about, um, and there will be a time for that down the road. But, but for now, it is, it is pretty much impossible for me to disconnect from my role during during a game. couple more questions for uh, David Stearns. There's there's still a lot of free agents out there. There's a ton of free agents out there. How how busy do you remain just looking to potentially add to the club? We can we continue to have um, uh, conversations uh, both with free agents and and trade discussions. Uh, I think that's natural this time of year, and I don't think we're unique with that around the industry. I imagine most clubs continue to look to try to improve their team. Tough for me to handicap. The, the likelihood of something to come together, but, but as, as the off seasons get later and later, it doesn't surprise us that there's impending player transaction around the industry, um, during spring training. I think that'll continue and, and we're certainly doing our work to, to see if there's a way that fits to make our team better. Part of the negotiating process is kind of reading the room. Maybe you've got, player a that you want to get in on but if you can't get him you you, you want to go in a different direction and you're in contact with both do you and do you enjoy that that part of of putting together a team where you're also trying to figure out what direction you can go but also not lose uh, i don't want to say a plan b but i guess a, a plan b if plan a doesn't work that whole time kind of thing uh, i i think i enjoy it as a front office we enjoy the strategy associated with roster building mm-hmm. um and 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 part of that is, you're right is is looking at different avenues 
uh, at any one time to improve the team. We try not to get locked in on one particular path because we don't know if that path is going to be attainable for us. Um, so we do stay in contact with, with a variety of different possibilities. That's true on the trade front. It's true, true with free agents. Um, and, and I think we all enjoy uh, the puzzle and, and, and finding the right pieces, and, and um, the planning and contingency planning is a big part of that. David, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Brewers president of baseball operations, David Stearns, joining us here on our Brewers spring training special. That is just the beginning of what we've got coming up.